Hi there, welcome back to China Manufacturing Decoded. I've got a special episode with you today, and I'm joined once again by our reliability testing experts. Do you like that, Andrew? Andrew Amanovin. It's <laughs> a great start,、uh, Adrian. Good to be here again. Thank you very much for the cool introduction. Well, you know, actually, today we want to be discussing UL compliance. It is、yeah. something that I think at least some of our、uh, listeners may benefit from because of the fact that compliance in general is so complex and so confusing to many, and that I think、mm-hmm. hopefully,、um, you know, we can answer some of the questions that our listeners may have about. UL compliance in general, yeah, and、uh, UL being one of the very important certifications that people need to get for quite a lot of the products that we work with, for sure, right? Yeah, exactly. As you know, UL stands for Underwriters Laboratories. It's a US-based company. It's been in business for many, many years. And their specialty is pretty much on product safety,、mm. and you know, a lot of people may wonder whether or not you know their product actually requires UL or not. And this is something that we can discuss in this、uh, in this、um, episode. Yeah, one of the things that I might use an example here, if you guys remember. Uh, Samsung Note Seven, the battery、mm. uh, explosion that was happening with their phones, that is probably one of the best examples of safety-related issue with an electronic product. So,、mm. for example, I would say if you have a lithium-ion battery used in product, or、uh, you are going, you intend to Plug that device into AC, you know, outlet. You、yeah. probably need to do UL safety. I would say that's probably the biggest advice I I can give. On the other hand, it's very important for our audience to understand and realize that、mm. UL actually is for US as a country, not for other countries. However,、yeah. other countries may benefit from UL safety testing.、Um, now, for、mm. US, UL is not required and is not mandatory. On the other hand,、oh. uh, as you know,、um, Adrian, you、mm-hmm. might be selling your product to retailers such as Amazon and、uh, Walmart. Then. Most of these retailers in America, they require UL、um, mm. certification if your product could、uh, pose some kind of a safety. For example, it it has、uh, lithium ion、uh, in the product, and or it, it's a type of product that, for example, circuit breaker, you know, or、mm. uh, um, or power supply, a kind of product that you have to. Plug into the wall or an adapter.、Mm-hmm. Uh, all of those、uh, basically require UL certification by most of the retailers in US. 
Yeah, so so just being cynical for a moment, is this because these big corporations are extremely worried about consumer safety, or is it rather more for their liability? Yeah, it's more for the second, for the liability. They really don't want mm. any of these products pose a safety hazard where they could be, you know, sued for for that purpose. Right. Okay. So so far, where we're at then. UL, Underwriters Laboratory, is a battery of testing that any importer who is getting, sounds like consumer electronics mainly, are the sort of products that we're probably working with on clients that would require UL. So it's going to be electronic products that could pose a safety risk, which is anything with power, really, that, you know, if it plugs into a mains outlet, of course, there's a a risk of fire or electrocution if things go really wrong, right? So it's these kinds of products that are going to require UL certification if you want to sell it in the USA, probably because you're likely to be selling through some sort of platform or to vendors who will demand it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, okay. I know that the UL certification is very, very expensive. I mm. mean, it costs anywhere from, uh, for example, $5,000 for a test up to $50,000 or more. I know that we had one big project, a huge power supply, power station for, mm-hmm. um, you know, for a home. And the actual uh, UL certification was over $100,000. Wow. So on the other hand, um, if you don't do this sort of um, UL certification, there are a couple of risks in here. One is that if there are truly safety hazards associated with your product that you don't know of, and then if it really does happen, you know, fire, explosion, or any, anything that could actually hurt people or property, you could be liable in a massive amount of lawsuit. Mm. Uh, and, I, and I think, honestly, nobody wants that if you, if you are trying to sell a product. And the other thing is that um, in, in some cases, um, uh, UL certification is actually is a must, for example, electrical products you know the kind of products yeah. that you plug into ac um mm. it's it's pretty much uh, you know any of the retailers will, will pr- pretty much not buy it from you at all uh as soon you know in fact you may not be able even um imported to that country because of the retailer's request to mm. show ul certification documentation and so it's it's very important that I think that one of the things that you might want to do is right up front, if you're going to be selling to a particular uh, retailer, uh, check or ask the retailer whether or not um, your product and your product type requires UL certification. You don't want to wait yeah. too long and then here it is, you know, you're about to ship the product and all of a sudden you need UL certification, that would really not be good. Well, that that brings me on to asking about the, because you mentioned it's very, very costly, or it can be quite costly, right? Or very costly. I'm assuming this is because as part of the certification, there are actually quite a lot of tests. Uh, it's not just one or two tests. There's a there's a whole bunch of them, right? Uh, so that that obviously adds to the costs. And also you've got the time aspect as well. So 
let's say you had to do it in a hurry. I mean, realistically, it's not even possible to do it quickly. Yeah, it really isn't. So I'm glad you brought that up. So let's say you have a product that is plugged in the wall and you need UL certification. You're probably Mm -hmm. looking at, I mean, if it's a really small item, you're probably looking at anywhere from a couple of thousand dollars uh, to $5,000 at the least uh, to get the UL testing going. And you probably need anywhere from one to five samples uh, per test if there is one or two tests required. And then you probably looking at three to four weeks of testing period. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just a small, quite simple product. I mean, for a larger product. So you mentioned one that we, we'd worked on as a project uh, at, uh, at a Jillian earlier on. So that was a large sort of battery pack for home use, right? So, for this type of products, you're not talking about a couple of tests and needing, you know, a handful of samples. How many sort of tests are involved in that? Yeah. So this product, for example, is actually a very uh, big inverter that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, takes your uh, lithium ion. We're talking very huge, very big lithium ion, uh, for example, two kilowatt hour type of power. Um yep. That that takes that and turns it into AC with an inverter, and then um, you know maybe some extra power that remains and actually um, you know converts it to uh, grid line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So back to the grid basically. So this kind of a what you might call it power station in your house. Yeah. So yeah. so you really. Uh, are not requiring to use the grid you're using this you're charging it up and you're basically using this um for everything in the house so this kind of a system is very dangerous if it's not uh tested by ul for safety you're talking mm-hmm. huge um lithium ion battery that uh you know if it explodes i mean basically burns down the whole house yeah uh, and then, um, you know, the testing that has to go through is very, very complicated. Uh, and it's not just one test. Uh, and then you have to combine these tests with a whole bunch of other unrelated to UL tests like FCC uh, and some other company, country-related, uh, you know, com- uh, compliance tests. So w- once you put mm-hmm. all of these together, um, not only UL test itself could be, you know, over $50,000 or so, but then some other tests that you combine, the total compliance test for a unit like that um, could be in the order of 100000 or more. Uh, but then the, the, the good side of the thing is that you only do that one time for your product. And mm. uh, the whole purpose of it is to come up with a label that has you, your UL listing that means that you could go to UL website and actually put that uh, registration number in the UL and you will get to see your product is UL approved. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's clear. And I suppose with a, with a larger product, it's going to be economies of scale. Uh, listeners are probably thinking, wow, over $100,000 of, of um you know, compliance and safety testing. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of money, but I suppose for these big ticket items, if you sell enough of them, it becomes 
you know, relatively affordable, I suppose, or a relatively affordable, would we call it an NRE cost? Um, not really, because NRE costs are something that has to do with cost of designing and manufacturing that product. On the other hand, this testing has nothing to do with us. It's really more of an import and export test uh that it's a requirement by the country and all retailers. So it's nothing, we don't get actually any benefit from that. So it's, it's definitely not an RE. Right. But it's a, it's a relatively affordable cost that is necessary if you want to sell the product. Yeah. On the other hand, right. maybe I take it back. On the other hand, some may say, yeah, that is an RE. Basically, it's a one-time cost. You could look at it that way also. Okay. that That's kind of what I meant. Okay. You mentioned that um, it's something that you only need to do once, and that's true. However, if you then go and make an iteration of the product, so you've you've launched your product, it's being sold on the US market, it's, it's UL compliant, and then you're making version two. And version two is probably relatively similar, but it's going to have some differences. Do we have the same uh, certification? Very good question. So uh, let me answer that in two parts. Let's say you have version one and you have already gone through the UL certification and you paid $50,000. And then all of a sudden, uh, engineering decided that, A, before you go to full production, we're going to make some minor changes, change some components, do some cost reduction, or change one of the components to a better component or a different type. Well, you just voided the whole, um, you know, UL uh, test that you had done before, and you have mm-hmm. to do the whole thing all over again and come up with another 50000 So that's one very important thing for our listeners. The second uh, that you mentioned, second version of your product, naturally the second version has gone through design changes and uh uh, the form and fit and the function might be different than the the first version definitely requires uh UL testing again uh even if it was the right. same product but some new features has been added uh maybe everything looks the same from outside but internally and feature wise uh some some items have been changed again requires um whole new uh UL testing Right. Okay. Good to know. And uh, actually, uh, if I re- remember, let's just go back uh, a moment to when you know that you need to do the test, because you were talking about you don't want to end up finding out at the last minute that you need to do this sort of um, testing to make sure that you're compliant with UL or, or indeed any any kind of certification that's required. Amazon, for example, they've got a lot of uh, literature on online that explains what's required uh, uh for example and i'm sure all of the big retailers are the same so it is possible to find out in advance but i mean from your perspective typically when do you normally find that importers are needing to do this kind of um testing for for ul certification yeah that's that's one of the questions that most of our clients ask us when is it good right. to do that UL testing. Well, the best time to do it is when the prototype stage has completed 
you have a functioning, working product that is pretty much um, the design has been locked in uh, and you're not, you're just about to go full production with this particular design. So you're not Mm. thinking about making any changes. You're, you're about to go to full production. That is the best time to go for UL certification. And, um, you know, some companies, what, what they will do is that if they're pretty sure that their product is going to pass and no issues, uh, they may take a chance and risk and, uh, and go and do, uh, UL testing in parallel with the production start. Uh, right. on the other okay. hand, so most companies, what they will do is that they will actually go with, uh, um, usually typically they will start with, uh, very small sample size, uh, in production and they use that, those sample size for verification and validation purpose mm. by engineering teams, reliability and some other. And, and then while the, the teams are reviewing the product and validating the product, the, the, the UL certification is actually happening. And then once all of this data comes in, UL passed, validation passed, mm-hmm. uh, verification passed, and the engineering and reliability tests passed, then the full production starts. And I suppose the benefit of doing that, because this is interesting to understand the flow, because it's not like it's not like you have your prototype ready that is it's basically a production model, but in prototype form before mass production starts. And then everybody just stops for several weeks while UL certification or, or other testing and validation gets done. There's different things going on at the same time. So uh, what you're describing is essentially then a pilot run. So I suppose one of the other benefits from this is when you do have the green light to start mass production, you've also got your learnings from the pilot run about how well the manufacturing processes are standing up to the needs that that you're going to have when you start producing in larger quantities. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Uh, it's very important and critical pretty much that you are sure that uh, you're not going to have any safety issues related to your product before mm-hmm. you actually go to mass production. Because generally, as you know, you push the button in the production you'll be producing a whole bunch of product by the end of the day. In one day, depending on what the product is, you could be hundreds to thousands of units of product could be produced. And if those uh, don't comply with the safety uh, or UL safety, then basically most of them could be scrapped. And the cost of doing something out of the process is just you know not not a good thing yeah that's money you're talking about manufacturing issues so the design may be sound the the you know the engineering side of everything and the product has been tested and validated but then there's some unforeseen manufacturing issue that's happening once the once the products are being made on the line and that's causing them to not be compliant and therefore unsafe yes exactly one of the things that i think our clients ask us all the time well, I don't have a lot of money. Uh, my product is just very small, battery. Uh, I really don't want to do you well. What should I do? So here mm. are some of the recommendations. Although we don't, you know, uh, 
I guess we're not suggesting that you should be doing this, but these are some ideas that may help you um, in trying to um, either reduce your cost in, yeah. in you know, in doing uh, UL testing and or maybe um, save some time because UL testing costs takes sometimes uh, a whole month in, in big item, big, big ticket items. It could take uh, several months. So it depends on that. But but here mm-hmm. are some ideas what you can do to avoid doing UL. Um, for example, um, instead of you creating or designing and building uh, the power adapter for your product, then the best thing to do is just buy and purchase a UL certified power supply or power adapter from a supplier. That means that mm. supplier has already uh, UL tested their product. They have UL certification and you are buying a product that is already UL certified. So you don't have to do that. Mm. So that's, that, that's a good idea. Yeah, that would, I would say that's tip number one. And then um, tip number two would be, for example, let's say this product has to go to a wall socket. Again, make sure the wall socket is UL certified already from the vendor or the supplier. So you don't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. The third tip would be, well, if possible... If your product can actually work with a USB, meaning that charge via USB, then you should use a USB charger as opposed to um, basically USB powered uh, charger. So this way, uh, all the adapters can can be UL certified by the supplier and your uh device is actually uh, basically being powered by USB. Mm. And this way, mm-hmm. you, know, you don't have to worry about um, any kind of a UL certification for your product as far as the power goes. Mm. Good tips. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's one of the most important tips. Um, you know, um, in some cases, you might try to say you know not do ul kind of a take a chance or risk um mm-hmm. because ul is not mandatory in in us and you are not selling to any retailers so for example you're selling online okay and um you're not going to be selling to uh, for a whole corporation in a mass order so so individuals are going to come to your website and they're just going to buy one or two of your items and in those kind of situations you know it's up to you there might be a a, a chance that you may not need the ul certification as long as there is no obvious safety hazard from your product for the users again this is hmm. not a suggestion or recommendation from our side. Uh, it is just something dependent on your product. You need to discuss with your engineering and UL um, technicians to or UL labs, and then see what they recommend for your product. 
but it is something that you can consider. Yeah, you got to weigh it up. Okay, good. And uh, I suppose for everybody at the back, just to, just for one more time, let's just quickly summarize by just going back over why why is UL such an important certification? Yeah, I think that in conclusion, I would say UL is extremely important because of the fact that its focus is safety. And safety can come in so many ways. It's not always explosion. It could be chemicals. It could be hazardous, hazardous materials. Uh, it could be just lead, you know, in the paint. I mean, simple things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and, and it's really, I think that it's not only, um, a good conscious type of thing. You know, you, if you are a, a supplier or a, a product owner and you want to sell it in a product and let's say you have a toy and it's got lead in it. I mean, how can you sell a product with the lead in it to any yeah. product? Even if, even if you can sell it on your website, it's just, it's irresponsible. So yeah. you definitely want to make sure that with good conscience, uh, if you believe that there are any kind of a risk of safety of any kind, fire, explosion, chemical hazards, lead or poisonous materials, then definitely uh, go through the UL certification. It's just for good conscience. And then Right. So so from a from a product point of view, we specifically help out clients with UL certification who oftentimes are creating electronics. But actually from a from a product niche point of view, it's not only electronics. It could be all sorts of uh, of products. Yes, exactly. And and you're right. We 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 help a lot of our clients who uh, not only give us the whole product for designing and yeah. manufacturing it, but also they want us to take control of the and and get in all the compliance tests done for them, all mm-hmm. the liability tests tests done for them. So in doing so, we make sure that um, not only we work with reputable labs so that their product is uh, UL tested or FCC tested or any kind of a compliance needs that they have so that they their product is going to be uh, sold in that country without any issues related to uh, compliance, but at the same time, um, we try wherever possible to recommend what's needed, what's not needed, at, answer our clients' questions, and in doing so, we try to save them time and money as well. Mm. So, so this is this is a true DFX work. Then, so in this case, we're talking about sort of design for compliance. It may be that there are suggestions that can be made that are able to improve how easily the product can comply while at the same time, there's going to be a manufacturability uh, aspect to it and all the rest of the different, uh, you know, design optimizations that can be made. So, yeah, that's exactly right. So uh, a lot of our clients are not an expert in compliance and they have a lot of questions and most don't have time to go and do research don't know which lab to talk to, 
A lot of times um, these labs are in China that we deal with. So they don't speak any English and our clients don't know which lab to go to. We know uh, what they need. Uh, We try and answer most of their questions to the best of our knowledge based on our experience with the products dealing with either UL or FCC or any other compliance. But at the same time, if they have a very tough question that is very serious and it could cause uh, issues for them if we don't answer, we make sure all of their questions are answered by reputable lab who are an expert in doing compliance testing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and that's a good point, right? Because we have our own testing lab, which is quite comprehensively equipped with you know cutting edge testing equipment. But when it comes to UL certification, for example, actually you do need to use a uh, a lab that is you know on UL's uh, list of accredited labs, right? Yeah, good point. Actually, so yeah. UL has a lot of labs across the world. Uh, that are UL certified labs, basically, um, and and these labs uh, will do UL testing on behalf yeah. of UL, basically. Mm. Yeah, so it's not something you can do yourself. You have to go to them in order to have you, the. You, you uh, absolutely the must. Yeah, yeah. You, you absolutely have to go through them because only they are UL approved mm. labs. Uh, any other lab. Right is not authorized to uh, issue any kind of UL certification. But that doesn't mean that you can't start preparing your product to to comply with UL's demands before you even engage that lab. And in fact, I, I don't know how common is it for a UL lab to give you that sort of feedback. I think their, their job is to do the testing and validation, right? Actually, that's a, that's a very good point. So if you have a very complicated product and you want to do some UL screening and you don't need Mm. any kind of uh, certification, there are plenty of labs that can do UL level testing, but they're not authorized to give certification. So yes, you could utilize some of their services to pre-screen for UL certification. And then once you're sure that it's going to pass, then you have to actually switch and go with a UL authorized uh, UL you know lab that can actually issue certification as well. Okay, yeah, that's all clear, Andrew. And I think that you've given everybody food for thought, especially if you are selling into the US market on this occasion, and you are producing a product that could be in any way a safety hazard. And and we all know that uh, compliance and consumer safety are thorny issues which you know just the thought of a lawsuit or something like that it's enough to to break everyone out into a cold sweat isn't it so this is why ul which concerns safety in particular is so important so that's a that's a really great introduction to why and how to comply with ul and what ul is and i appreciate you coming on to share that with us andrew Yeah, my pleasure, Adrian, and uh, looking forward to meeting you next time. Thanks again for listening to this podcast brought to you by the Sophies Group. We're on a mission to provide you with everything you need to manufacture effectively in Asia, including inspections, auditing, new product development support, contract manufacturing, 3PL warehousing and fulfillment, and much, much more. 
across Asia's key manufacturing areas. Visit us at sofeast.com, that's S-O-F-E-A-S-T dot com, to learn more and get help. If you've enjoyed the podcast today, please do rate, review and share, because it will really help others discover us too.